Welcome back to the Financial Coaching Experience. This is your financial coach, Michael Deloach. You can find me at thefinancialcoachingexperience.com. Common sense approach to your dollars. So welcome to another podcast. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about marriage and marriage and money. I know this is a controversial kind of subject matter, controversial because you get different opinions depending on the financial coach that you're speaking with, but I want to share with you my take on it. And my take is based on really three things. It's based on 30 years of, of, of being in the financial advice category and space. The second thing it is because, hey, I've been using this process throughout my marriage and it seems to work. And then the third thing is this is the advice that I would give to my children. So this is actually an important issue because one of the things that surveys tell us is that anywhere between the number two or the number four or five reasons that individuals get divorced is because of money reasons. You really get a good grasp on money and marriage and how that money and that marriage is going to work. And personally, I would argue that the money and marriage piece really starts when one starts dating really seriously. It is time to really sit down, really understand a few things about that individual and just making sure you got a good grasp on where they are financially. I like to joke about making sure they bring their financial statement on the on the date, right? And it may not necessarily be the, the first date, but that you bring a financial statement at some point that you have that conversation with the person that you're looking to spend the rest of your life with. I don't like to spend a lot of time around the stats as it relates to whether it's better for couples to work together, to budget together and grow their network together. Hey, I use common sense and common sense tells me that if there's two people working together, knowing what each other is doing in regards of money, that they're going to be far better off than if they don't. So final analysis for me and moving forward will be, hey, if you want to really grow your net worth as a couple, if you want to be really great at your money and your money financial management, then guess what? My recommendation is going to be that you as a couple, you do your finances together. Most marriage couples, when they get married, they have debt. So there's some kind of debt. Generally, it's going to be car loan debt. It's going to be credit card debt. And the big one is going to be student loan debt. And and while having debt is really common, it's, it's unfortunate that it can actually be a deal breaker. Sometimes individuals don't get down the aisle because of those kinds of situations. So it can be a deal breaker. And then it also can be a deal breaker once one gets married because now you have to deal with do we attack that student loan debt together or how do we attack that student loan debt? How do we make sure we get that car loan paid off? So it becomes very difficult in the relationship. And so to alleviate all of that stress on your relationship, I'm going to give you really two things I want you to walk away with. The first thing I want you to walk away with is communication. So communication is key whether you're dealing with a family member, whether you're dealing with a friend, any loved one, specifically if you're dealing with a spouse, it's really important to make sure that you are communicating properly, especially when you're dealing with your overall finances. Both spouses have to be on the same sheet of music, understanding their overall finances, understanding their goals and their dreams, and recommendation before you do say I do is really understanding a person's concept with money. 
Everybody comes from a different background, there's different uh, understanding of money. And since there are different understandings of money, it's really important to know, hey, how does my spouse feel? How does my spouse view money? And once you get that understanding about your partner or your spouse, now you can move forward with making great money decisions. Because some of the money traps that I've seen is the way couples actually approach their money. So they'll take the mortgage, for example, Half of the mortgage is paid by the spouse. The other half is paid by the other spouse. They might break down the water bill. They might break down the electric bill 50-50. Or if one spouse makes 60% of the income, what we find sometimes is that spouse pays 60% of whatever that bill. It is just a nightmare. It's a bookkeeping nightmare. And it is very difficult to move together forward as a couple, investing your money, creating a great financial outcome and creating a better net worth. As a matter of fact, I call this the the BS degree in finance and you know what the, the BS stands for. It's just extremely, extremely, extremely complicated. Spouses should be on the same sheet of music. So you got to be communicating because you should be communicating about your health care coverages. You should be communicating about any kind of life insurance coverages you have. Because what happens if a spouse dies? And I've had so many conversations with, with clients regarding those same kinds of questions. And many times the spouse doesn't know. And do you want to be that spouse that really doesn't know what your spouse has for life insurance coverages? In the event that they die, you are now going to be responsible for taking care of the household and taking care of the family. Therefore, knowing about the monthly expenses, knowing about what's going into the retirement on a monthly basis, knowing about kids' education? Are you putting money aside for the children's education? Because it is so amazing how fast 18 years go. And then you look up and all of a sudden it's now time to send your children to college. So therefore you see communication is the key here. So communication is the key to have that conversation with your spouse or with your partner so that you can talk about your dreams and you can talk about your hopes and the goals in life that you want to accomplish. So commit to communicating with your partner or with your spouse, talking about your overall finances. You're gonna find that's gonna make a world of difference. It's gonna make the spouse really feel more comfortable about what their financial future looks like as well as for you. It will make you more confident in your overall financial picture in the event that you're not here to be able to support your family. So the number one thing I want you to do is start communicating. Guess what the second thing I want you to do? The second thing I want you to do is get on and stay on a monthly budget. I just did a podcast talking about using the B word at home, budgeting. So I want you to go back to that particular episode, really listen to the episode regarding budgeting and then start following the budgeting every single month. If you're doing a budget on a monthly basis, it's going to cause you and your spouse, your partner to really communicate back to point number one, right? It's going to make you have conversations about your mortgage. It's going to make you have conversations about your monthly bills. It's going to make you have conversations about your debt. And once you see that in black and white, once you see that on paper, it's going to really make the two of you really commit because now what you're communicating. Oftentimes, spouses, partners 
don't know really how much debt they may have. They don't know what their mortgage is. They don't know what their electric bill is. They don't know any of these particular items. The budget that you do on a monthly basis, of which I will recommend sitting down monthly, communicating with your partner or with your spouse and having that conversation looking at the budget you can find that budget at the financialcoachingexperience.com there is an excel worksheet with great drop down boxes and i recommend doing that budget on a monthly basis with your partner or with your spouse i know that dealing with finances for the family can be very difficult can be very time consuming but what i do i guarantee you that if you spend the time up front having that conversation, you have a better marriage, you have a better financial life because now you will know where your money is going and you'll be able to do something about it so that when it gets to the part of, hey, I want to retire, I want to go on a vacation, I want to send the kids to college, all of those things would have been addressed and you will feel more confident in your financial life as well as your marriage. And let's recap our conversation. So we really said two things I want you to do as we're dealing with marriage and finances. The first thing is really create a great line of communication. Talk about everything again. Talk about your goals. Talk about your dreams. Talk about your fears. Talk about all of the things that you want to accomplish. Know your expenses. Know your assets, know your life insurance, know your health insurance, know everything there is to know about your financial life. Communicate that with your spouse or with your partner. So that is the first thing. The second thing we talked about was really putting a budget in place every single month. Again, go back, listen to the previous podcast using the B word at home and be committed to putting that budget together every single month. Having that monthly budget meeting with your spouse is going to create that great line of communication. My name is Michael Deloach, your financial coach. You can find me at the financialcoachingexperience.com. Have a fantastic week. Our role as a coach is to educate clients on how to manage their own financial lives. We do not make any specific recommendation to any investment, tax advice, life insurance, or specific state planning advice. You make the final investment decisions. It is recommended that you seek an investment professional to assist with asset allocation and investments. Additionally, for specific estate planning documents, seek the assistance of an estate planning professional.